Hi, this is Lacey from Bourbon House, and you're watching CMS TV. It's your classic metal show right here on your classicmetalshow.com. Kicking off the show tonight, we heard our friend, who we probably both haven't heard from in a while, Veronica from Benedictum with Bang, and we heard the lovely Doro Pesh there with All We Are. And All We Are is just a couple of goofs on the classic metal show, and one of the goofs is my good friend and partner, Chris Aiken. What's going on there, Chris? What is up, sir? Uh, how we doing? I'm back. You're back. We're here again. This whole week has just flown by. It just seems like we just ended the show a couple hours ago. It does. You're a little bit hot on this end. I'm a little hot. Yep. All right. Let me see if I can do something about that. Uh, new, new gear always issues. <laughs> yeah, well, this this thing is supposed to uh, supposed to adjust your audio by itself, right? Uh, uh, okay. How about that? Talk a little more. Hello, hello, hello. That's better, yeah. All right. No problem. So uh, there we are. Uh, but anyway, um, does it sound better, though? Does it? Is it clean? Yeah, it sounds clean to me. I mean, before, it sounded a little muffly. Oh, okay. All right. All right. But yeah, I just uh, switched over to a different sound card type situation. So uh, again, it's just working it out. Very good. So yeah, we are back. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> never not in front of a camera yeah this has is been a week your, is that your life these days well this is my let's see since the last cms or including the last cms i was on i was i did the cms saturday i did uh chris aiken presents monday i did seth show monday i did seth show or i did um a recording of good company with scott bowling on tuesday i did seth show wednesday I did talking into infinity Thursday. I took yesterday off and I'm back today. So, so are you the only one who is capable of being a co-host? Is that the, is that the deal? I am a whore for attention <laughs> <laughs> and apparently everybody knows it. So well, I mean, regardless of that, it, it always helps to have somebody who is able to carry on a conversation. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I'm not turning anything down, and and each of the each of the things that I did outside of the normal stuff was fun. You know, it just was it just was strange that it all ended up in one week. Sure, you know, all in the same week, six shows in one week—that's a lot. Yeah, like, well, I can't find anybody else who has the ability to speak or or be, uh, <laughs> you know, be be coherent on a mic and be fluid. You know, so might as well grab a. a you know, a pro or a, a veteran of the air and just bring Chris on just like everybody else does. Yeah. Well, you know, I am a, I am a superstar, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, in, in all reality, uh, you know, I can attest to, uh, you know, finding a suitable co-host, somebody who can just step up to the mic and, uh, actually co-host a show because, you know, obviously during your absence there for a couple of years, I, uh, I only attempted to do that a couple of times. And then, uh, a couple of, a few times you and I have done kind of, uh, uh, 
guest host type things with when you and I are either aren't available or something and you right. somebody else to try to fill in and you know getting that uh chemistry to go or that uh rapport happening it's it's not very easy no it's not and and I and I, honestly like when when I I know for me when I do the off shows I end up talking way too much which I don't love I don't love being the leader. I, you know, I, I like, I like hearing somebody else talking and responding to it. Right. I, I do it, but, but even, even like with Chris Aiken presents where I am the quote lead, I guess. Sure. I, I tend to let Eric kind of go and I try to react off of Eric. I don't, I don't try to be the leader. Right. So yeah, it's, it's definitely hard to find a co-host. It is. It is. You know, people, you think that broadcast is easy, but, uh, if you have nothing to say or if you're, or if you're out of shit right away, then it's just like, well, what, what do I do to fill up the rest of the time? And we discovered that years ago when we used to uh, get those blog talk radio podcasts. Right. And these, these quote unquote, these fledgling broadcasters wanted to have a show and they ran out of shit in the first 15 minutes. You know, yeah. they, they, they had to fill one hour. And about 15 minutes in, well, I'm out of shit. Or they'd start counting, huh? 78 minutes left. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's just like, uh, either you have it, you know, you either either have that ability or you don't. Right. You know, so, uh, you know, a lot of people like to step up and go, man, you know, that'd be so cool to be behind the mic and stuff. It's like, okay, here's your opportunity. All right. Uh, what do we talk about? Yeah. Well, I know. well, what would you like to talk about? Well, I, I don't know. That's funny. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know. Yeah. It always, it always is weird how that works. So sure. So, uh, anyway, but, uh, yeah, I'm always glad to come back. I say that every week, but, but in reality, I'm, I'm happy to come back and, uh, you know, be a part of the show. And, uh, you know, there was a rare, there it was a rare occasion where both you and I had actually, Oh, not only were you in front of the camera this week, but you and I actually conversed over the phone twice this week. Yes. Amazing. Right. (laughs) That's an odd uh, situation that you and I actually spoke twice in a week. I know that's crazy talk there. The show. (laughs) <laughs> craziness <laughs> so uh speaking speaking of that i i'm assuming that the new streaming is working correctly too yeah it is it is and i'm checking with everybody everybody says you sound good so all right it's weird because you don't sound good in my ears but everybody else is saying it's fine so i'm assuming it's fine so i, I still sound hot in your ears but everybody else is saying that's not the case so okay. i'm just gonna take that as that's the way it's coming through to me so all right well i'm looking at all my levels here and all my levels are right where they normally are so yeah everybody else is saying it sounds fine so all right so fuck it it's fine maybe there's a maybe there's an adjustment on your end because you're so used to you know maybe maybe the old setup from me yeah i just turned you down a little bit and is what it is. I can I can hear you fine, so I don't really care. You know. Well, what what is it? Is it muffly or is it hot? It's muffly. Yeah, it's muffly, muffly in my headphones. It's muffly. Huh. Interesting. But everybody on you know in in the various chat places says it sounds good. Okay. So, so I'm assuming it sounds fine. So. All right. <laughs> I ain't gonna worry about it as long as well. Now, cold November says Neely's mic is hot. Chris is sounding good. Okay. 
So I right. don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to look at the uh, properties here and, and take a look at the old uh, properties. on. This yeah, see figure it out a little bit. If there's something here, let me see. That's uh, speakers. Let me see what we can do. Um, hell, I don't know. know what else to do, do here? Ah, I'll fuck that. I'll fuck around with it here. Yeah, whatever. Yep. So um, let's see. Open volume settings, volume mixer, uh, sound system, sound. Blah 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 blah. Speakers, no. Uh, whatever. I'm not going to screw with it. Yeah, now. fuck with it. Who cares? Yeah, whatever. Who but, cares? Uh, it's good it, enough. It's good enough to get by. That's right. So, uh, what what did you do with your day today? Watched um, endless reruns of um, Animal Kingdom. Okay. And slept. <laughs> well, I, I mean, after everything you've done this week, I I would imagine that uh, you know you probably deserved it. Yeah, it was a busy week. I just wasn't in the mood to even get up today, so I didn't. I just said, fuck it, and stayed yeah. in bed. I didn't do any work today, which is very rare for me. All right. Well, and big nothing. Nothing, <laughs> wrong, nothing wrong with that, right? No, nothing at all. Okay. Well, fair enough. Well, I, I got up today and, and ran a couple of errands, and then I just kind of hung out, and I watched some documentaries today. I rewatched the uh, Waco documentary, the, the one that uh, the – uh, Thibodeau was it Thibodeau yeah guy David that, Thibodeau the guy that you had on the show yeah mm-hmm. yeah with that one yeah okay so I I rewatched that one uh, again and uh you know that was pretty good because it was just you know I had a lot of thoughts on that not that I'm going to rehash all of it but it was just it was just what a what a mess messed up situation that was of just you know uh the the government overstepping their you know, what do you want to call their authority? And just, Imagine that the government step overstepping <laughs> their bounds. Right. Yeah, but, but this, but, but even having one of the ATF people, uh, claim that since they, they were aware that, uh, the, uh, compound muddy, but it's mainly just a bit muddy, but it's fine. Okay. All right. Well, I'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, so it was just kind of one of those weird situations where, um, they decided, well, well, we're going to go in there anyway. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, you know, what's crazy is you watch it and I, and I remember it at the time. And so do you, I'm sure when it was going on at the time, you just thought it was the craziest fucking thing in the world. Yeah. That the government would do that. Yeah. That they would just storm on in there and, yeah. you know, it was like, you know, what, why would you just, just storm into a compound like yeah. that? But then today, literally today, you see um, pictures of the the uh, wife of the judge that's trying to put Trump in jail posting posting on Facebook about how Trump should be in jail. You know, just just openly, openly, basically showing bias that goes on in the household of the judge that is trying the case. Right. It's like. We've we've gotten to a point now where we just accept it. We just accept. Oh well, the government's fucked up. Whatever. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. <laughs> Let me see. I'm gonna back this down here just a little bit. See if this will help out at all. Uh, let's see. How's that? Is that any better? Oh, we'll see you in a minute. 
All right. Robbie, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't notice any difference. I don't notice any difference. Okay. All right. I was just trying to trying to fix it on the fly. Yeah, I don't know what it's just a little off, just a little bit. Okay. We should have tested earlier. Yeah, well, I, I didn't imagine it would be a bit of problem because I noticed that the uh, Streamyard was doing its job of, you know, uh, adjusting the audio and right correctly. So, well, I'll see what I can do. Okay. But uh, anyway, uh, another another thing that uh, I was catching up on, and you and I kind of had talked about this, was. Uh, the return to the air of one of our uh, mentors and heroes in the broadcasting world. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Cumia has returned to the air. After what, several months? Yeah, it's been several months. He, uh, you know, we we knew that uh, he was having some heart issues and, you know, was in the hospital and we thought maybe he was getting a couple of stents or something, but apparently it was way worse than that. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> so, uh, did you did you have that clip? I, I have it. Sent you? I was just yeah, wondering. I have it. Yeah, so I thought this would be kind of interesting to hear. You know, a couple of minutes of uh, what uh, Anthony had to say about his time away uh, and what happened to him. Yeah. All right. You ready? Yeah. Let's go. All right. Here we go. It's been uh, quite the adventure. Yeah, over the past couple of uh, months, uh, uh, of course, I had quadruple bypass surgery. Quads, not one, not two, not three, all four. I fucking plugged up all four of those babies, <laughs> and you got to watch it happen uh, with Gino drinking whiskey, uh, eating like shit, all the good things you saw right here, 15 beers a day, all the fun and excitement that will, uh, make your, uh, uh coronary arteries like a, a paper straw trying to suck up a milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Quadruple. That sucks. Yeah. They so, had to crack him in everything, so you know that's that's pretty brutal there for him. Yeah, just you know, how old is Anthony? What's he? 63? 63? something like that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, he he looks very, you know, obviously he's been away for a few months and had the heart heart procedure done, and you know, away from the booze and the you know the uh, lifestyle per se, and yeah, yeah, he's looking very lean. <laughs> Very yeah. clean and healthy, you know. The question is, will he stay with that or will he take it as, well, they clean me out. I'm good for the rest of my life. I can do it again. I'm good until uh, I clog it all up again. Yeah, I'm thinking he goes that right. I'm thinking right now, it's just like me when I came out of COVID. When I came out of COVID, I was like, oh, I better be careful about shaking anybody's hands without fucking, you know, the, the soap and shit on my hands every minute and all that other. And within about a month, I was like, ah, fuck it. Who cares? Right. You know, and I'll bet you Anthony's going to be the same way. Right now, he's still a little nervous, but I guarantee you he's going to, one of these shows, somebody will show up with whiskey, he'll do a shot, which will lead to two, which will lead to three. He'll be right back in. Well, what I notice, obviously, uh, just from this shot alone is he's got his water. Yeah. And Gavin is not drinking anything. Right now. Right now. But but uh, they they typically, if you ever watch the Kumia show, 
Yeah. Uh, they're always drinking Budweiser's. Mm-hmm. Both of them. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, Gavin is not drinking anything. And, and obviously Anthony has his bottle of water there. So, uh, you know, I wonder if, uh, you know, Gavin is not drinking just out of respect for Anthony, you know, oh, not, probably not having a beer, you know, probably they probably know it, knowing how, how these things tend to work. I'd be willing to bet you whoever, uh, E-Rock or whoever it runs the place over there, they cleaned all the alcohol out and did the, well, we're going to try and keep it a little healthier to keep Anthony in line a little bit. And, you know, I can guarantee you that's how this starts. But again, we'll see in a month. <laughs> okay. Four weeks from now, you'll see them both with beers and you'll see Gino popping in to do shots with them and stuff. That's my prediction. All right. It's there. It's it's his lifestyle for fifty fucking years. He's not going to change. Sure, it's just not going to change. No way. And he's cleaned out. As far as he's concerned, he's he's like good to start over. Yeah, he's he's like brand new. Yeah, he's got like a teenager heart now, <laughs> ready to rock. Right. <laughs> All right. Here's some more. Just. <laughs> yeah, it really isn't uh, a healthy lifestyle. Uh, I think a lot of people too might have noticed uh, the the last uh, the previous couple of months before uh, I had this done. Uh, I was I was very tired. I was like sitting here and I, I could not get my energy up, and I was just uh, I was taking a lot of days off. Not like I haven't, uh, but I have an excuse at least this time. But it, it just was. Uh, you know, a lot of partying and a lot of uh, partying with a, a, a weak uh, ticker. Yeah. It's not good. Well, it's genetics too, right? Like your yeah, dad yeah. was dead by this time. Uh, my dad died at eight years old from uh, <laughs> artery disease. He was eight years old. Wow. Amazing. Uh, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, my father's side of the family, holy shit. I don't remember one of the uncles or cousins or they, they all just fucking dropped dead uh, from uh, heart shit. Back then, they called it hardening of the arteries. Right. You have hardening of the arteries, and there was really nothing you could do about it. So they just smoked and drank more, and uh, that was about that. So I talked to your doctor at the hospital. I'll let you answer this one. <laughs> Who the hell is this guy? <laughs> Who? Uh, Anthony Cumia? Yeah. How does he not? Well, again, this Because he's not in Deep Purple, apparently. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I know. Anthony is not in Deep Purple, so no, he doesn't uh, doesn't know him. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, that's Anthony Cumia, Opie and Anthony, if you've ever listened to radio outside of 1970s 8-tracks. Yeah. Outside of the Wolfman Jack show. Yeah, of course. Jesus. <laughs> yeah that's probably true i mean this comes from another anthony who, mm -hmm. who, who who probably knows this that's right but uh quite the lifestyle yeah all right here's a little more you did in front of you i know it was very funny it, uh he said, because people kept asking me exactly what, what you do, and I'm like, from my understanding from what I got from the doctor was they just rip out a bunch of veins that are extra veins in your arm yeah. and stick them in your chest. Yeah, yeah. So we have extra veins floating around? I know. That was weird when I heard that. 
I'm like, why would they put in extras? <laughs> There's a spare. Like <laughs> they take it from the arm, the leg. Look at me. I got my jacket fuzz all over my nice black 511 shirt. Uh, yeah, they take it from your leg. They took one from the leg. They took one from my arm. And they take one from, like, the inside of your abdomen. Okay. I don't know. I don't they know. They need why. four big veins. They need four. Yeah. Well, they need enough to to make up for four. And there's it's not really that big. You think like when when you hear about it, you think it's like a piece of fucking macaroni oh, or yeah. macaroni or something. Yeah. It's not. It's like small fucking veins. And they they you know they're relatively small. But in the pictures, it looks like a penne pasta. It looks like four. Yeah, pennies. it's not really. <laughs> Huh. Not the ones. What a comparison. <laughs> no, I mean, I, everybody can kind of relate to that, don't you think? Yeah. But I, Jesus Christ. Now we're, we're, could we get any more stereotypically <laughs> stereotypical for the Italian guy? Oh, it's like penne pasta. <laughs> right. Of course. <laughs> That's funny. Too funny. All right. Here we go. They replace the ones they replace are the ones that are kind of grabbing around the heart. All oh, right. You know, right, right. It's like that. It's not the A order or the. Uh, superior or inferior vena cava oh wow uh, it is the uh you know the the little ones but they're very important because they're the only things that feed the heart the heart feeds the whole body and then it's like hey i need a little little something for myself a little something for my head you know <laughs> i was asking about this earlier everyone i talked to says it's it sucks to recover but once you recovered it's a new engine in a car and you yeah new energy you never had yeah, yeah, because it it got to the point where, uh, you know, if your heart's not pumping the way it's supposed to, uh, you're tired all the time, uh, very sweaty. <laughs> I was very sweaty all the time and uh, weak, just didn't have any energy, slept, slept a lot. And, uh, you know, for some reason, you just attribute it to everything else. Ah, uh, maybe I got a... Uh, have uh, 12 beers today instead of 15. <laughs> well, I can tell you this. I certainly must not have whatever he has, as, even as a fat fuck, because the last thing I'm doing is sleeping a lot. Right. I'm barely well, ever sleeping. Well, uh, again, uh, a lot of that, uh, as he mentioned, is attributed to uh, heredity, too. Yeah. You know, because uh, he mentions that his, his father and his uncles, and but they all lived very hard lifestyles. You know, they smoking and drinking and you know, sure. eating, eating a lot of pasta and eating a lot of, you know, heart clogging foods. Yeah, I do know. all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I look, I, I know I'm a heart attack waiting to happen. It just hasn't happened. Well, you know, I thought, I I thought uh, the, the doctors were actually pleasantly surprised at how uh, how good your cardiovascular system is. Well, my, my cholesterol and stuff is real good, and my blood pressure is really good. But, um, you know, I, I mean, for me, it's bound to happen, you know, just because, I mean, one of the damages that I took in the burn accident was there's a there's like an actual, I don't know what you want to call it, like a sack that's kind of around your heart. Okay. You know, that your heart kind of sits in. And mine got damaged from the burns, right. from the, the heat. It literally sure. singed through my fucking chest. And um, so there's there's some damage there. You know, there's some, my heart's kind of beating against something, you know, where it's not supposed to. So between that and my lungs getting burned, A or B is going to kill me. Whatever. Going to die of something. Right. Well, you 
regardless of that, I'm, I'm just glad to see Anthony is back and he seems pretty healthy and yeah, at least he, uh, you know, thought enough to go get checked out and, uh, you know, find out that, uh, he's, he was on the verge of, uh, being no more. (laughs) Yeah. Because of the, you know, the four alarm fire there, that's the, that's the killer, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, that's usually the the killer widow maker. Yeah, exactly. So, So, uh, but anyway, I, I'm, I was glad to see Anthony return and I'm glad he's doing all right. And I know you and I have talked on this show, you know, many times over the years about the importance of taking care of yourself. You, Mm -hmm. you take more of a lackadaisical attitude in a, in a funny sort of way, but I think you take it a little more serious than you allow people to believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, me personally, I I just like to see everybody, you know, just take care of yourselves. I I don't want to see anybody uh, sick or or dying or suffering a heart attack or you know, uh, been taken away from us too early, as they always say. Yeah, so, well, we've uh, had a few of those and that have been involved with CMS. That's for sure. That is true. That is true. So. Uh, you know, I can't stress enough. I mean, uh, Anthony has been very fortunate in his life in general from, you know, being, a you know, what he calls a tin knocker, but, a, a HVAC, uh, installation guy to getting into radio, to having multi-million dollar a year contract to do basically what you and I do, right. You know, for a good 20 years, he had a good 20 year run there with, uh, the O and a show and, uh, you know, obviously carrying on with uh, compound media, you know, doesn't quite generate the revenue that, uh, you know, working for Sirius XM or commercial radio did back in the day when that type of humor was allowed. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, you know I, I've been listening to some of the, the shows that just prior to Anthony being let go mm-hmm. and uh, they were talking about the political correctness that was really creeping up on, you know, creeping up on us. This was back in 2012, 2013. Sure. And here we are 10 years later and it's worse than ever. But they were, they were talking about it then about, uh, you know, everybody being afraid of, you know, being canceled as right, a, right, right. You know, the whole cancel culture. And, mm-hmm. uh, Anthony fell victim of being canceled because he did the f- most foolish thing that, uh, that I've railed against for, you know, years as voicing his quote unquote, his unfiltered opinion on social media. He went on a tirade on uh, Twitter about being attacked, uh, being accosted in New York city by some, uh, people of color. Yeah. And he lost his gig, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, that was been, uh, 10 years now. Yeah. It's amazing. It's been 10 years. It's been <laughs> 10 years. I, I remember that was, that was over like a 4th of July holiday, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I remember, uh, I remember that because you text me go, Anthony Cumia gone. I was just <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and, uh, found out that he got, got the boot. Yeah. And wasn't that long after that both of us gave up on satellite radio. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. But we gave uh, the O and J show about a minute's worth of time and we're like, this ain't happening. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> you know, and then uh, you know, eventually uh Opie got the boot. Yeah. You know, how how long did he last as as O and J? 
Not, I think about a year as O and J, not, yeah. not two years, maybe one. And then he did afternoons or something. Yeah. yeah then he did Opie radio with, yeah. uh, the, the cook guy, that car Ruiz guy yeah, and, right. um, some other guy, you know, and it just wasn't that good. So, yes. And he, he got the boots. So yeah. how, long, how long did he last on uh satellite before, uh, from the departure of Anthony to the time he got the boot? Probably three years. Three years. I'm guessing. I'm guessing yeah. at that because I was long since checked out at that point. But, but what, uh, you know, he, he wasn't very good anyway. I mean, oh, it was terrible. Yeah. You know, the chemistry was gone. It was, it was, uh, yeah. I, I fixed a little couple of things. So, okay. yeah. yeah I, I've been monitoring here, just kind of yeah. watching things. So, uh, anyway, yeah, it's just, it's just, uh, you know, both you and I appreciate what Anthony brings to the table as a commentator and, of course, his humor and mm-hmm. his ability to uh, do a Chris Aiken and, you know, blah, 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 blah. He's the, he's the role model, really. Yeah, of course he is. I mean, I know for me, it, I always try to be as fast as he is and and not stumble a lot. Right. You know, that that's what Anthony's funny as fuck naturally but he's so fast. He is. The him and Norton both. I mean, just kind of. I always try to kind of listen to both of those two and sort of meld whatever I do to that because the two of them are they're 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 so fast. They I mean, are faster than anybody else that I've ever heard on radio. The the way they react to stuff and just hit hit it on the head is amazing. Well, it, it's almost as if they can see where something is going. And can mm-hmm. almost formulate the thought to to head it off at the pass and and hit that nail as soon as it as soon, yeah. as, as, soon as it's uh, that opening is there you know mm-hmm. you know so it's it's almost like a a, a chess game in, in your head yeah you can see what your next move is going to be immediately because you, you could kind of you get a sense of where the conversation is going to where you can you can slip in your zinger. Yep. <laughs> they, were, they were very good about that. They were. I mean, Anthony still is. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know what Jim does, but Jim is now kind of not as funny. But No, he, he's, he's certainly lost his edge because political correctness, I think, uh, really yeah. got the best of him because he would rather make a living than, uh, you know, be funny. Yeah. Yeah. He's not doing any more, you know. Oh, I was under the under the porch sucking dick jokes. <laughs> He's kind of left that behind him. Right. Well. Well. Speaking of that, yeah. uh, about edgy comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was looking for something funny, and it's really been a long time since I've discovered or have seen what I consider to be a really funny comic. Okay. I mean, I like comedy. As, mm-hmm. as as well as you do. I know sure. you go see your friend Dave Landau whenever you get an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And But when it comes to really edgy, just, just stick you in the gut comedy, mm-hmm. I cannot think of anybody today that is very funny. There's a few out there. I, oh. I, I go out, Big J Okerson is one from um, Legion of Skanks. Okay. He's... He's fucking funny. His stand-ups okay. are funny. He's All right. Legion of Skanks. If you gave Legion of Skanks two weeks, it would be your fucking show. Where would I hear that? Podcast. Okay. Just look up Legion of Skanks. So 
I, I was flipping through the the Netflix or the mm-hmm. Amazon or whatever. I was just looking yeah. for something kind of funny last night. I thought, mm-hmm. well, well, who's who's funny these days? And you know, there's there's all kinds of comedians out there that uh, have specials. Tom Segura, Anthony Jeselnik, uh, just a bunch of different people you might know their name. Mike Birbiglia, you right. know, people like that have been around forever and. Somehow they remain out there because I don't know these uh, streaming services feel that they are deserving of a special. Right. So thought, okay. So let's let's take a watch. Let's listen. Let's see what these guys are doing. I went through a bunch of com- you know comic stand up specials last night looking for something funny. I don't think I laughed once. I didn't find <laughs> any one of them funny. It, everything is observational humor these days. You ever notice that? Oh yeah, it, it all is. It, there's there's no jokes anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just it's all Jerry Seinfeld. What is it with these people? Yeah, you know, and it's just okay. And and even Bill Burr, who used to be really funny, his his last stand up that he did in uh, Red Rocks, all observational yeah. humor. Yeah, it wasn't very good. It, it wasn't good at all. And he yeah. used to be really funny, speaking of ONA, when he used to be a regular guest on ONA. Sure. What about you Jim know? Jeffries? You don't you don't like him anymore? Yeah, okay, yeah, he's he's funny. I, I just sometimes listening to that Australian accent constantly sure. it just it gets a little on your nerves. But yeah, he's funny. Jim Jeffries is funny. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Um uh, Outside of that, there's just not too many, you know, edgy comedy, you know, comics yeah. these days. Burt Kreischer? I don't know who that is. He's okay. He, you might dig him. All right. He's another one. He's another one that's kind of uh, off the ONA tree, so to speak. Okay. And he's he's big popular. Like he's a he's a he definitely has Netflix specials. All right. I'll have to have to look for him. Yeah, he's he's pretty funny. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's anybody, maybe a tell, but I don't, I don't know if Dave Attell is even doing anything anymore. I haven't seen anything from him in years. Yeah. That show he used to have on comedy central boy, long time ago, probably mm-hmm. back in the nineties, the Dave Attell show. Yeah. That, that was really funny back then from what I remember, but that was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, comedy has dumbed down to dude. Even. When I go, you know, I obviously, I catch at least two, two comedy shows a year, just seeing Landau and I see a bunch of other comics, Yeah, you know, and even the opening acts, they're, they're doing exactly what you say, you know, and a lot of it is, uh, anybody here married, anybody married, you know, that's how it all starts. It's just like, (sighs) yeah. And and it's like, okay, now we're going to hear 10 marriage jokes about how your wife doesn't suck your dick enough or whatever. And it's like, all right, we get it. Uh, who was it that uh oh uh the other thing that i that i noticed mm-hmm. uh, just watching the latest comedy specials like like they have some of these comedy specials where they're where where they will feature six or eight comics yeah you know and they all get five eight minutes ten minutes mm-hmm. and they bring them out one after another and I I watched one last night. I think I watched. I think there was might have been eight com- comics on there, and I think right. I got through about five of them. And I was just like, okay, I'm done with this, because not one of them was funny. 
and <laughs> and the the and the thing is is that uh what i'm noticing more and more about the comics mm-hmm. especially the male comics yeah they're all gay well yeah well that's just anybody in hollywood yeah it's just all all of them making you know a lot of gay references and this mm-hmm. and that. Yeah, it's like come on dude yeah i know it's it's crazy it's like uh, okay i'm done with this you know? <laughs> so i'm moving on to the next one okay who's right. the next one and and i just couldn't find anything funny to laugh at last night i was yeah. just i was looking just for some mindless funny entertainment and i could not find anybody doing stand-up that was worth a shit dude you just gotta go backwards you gotta go find an old richard Pryor tape yeah, or something I know. that's what i'm saying it's just like how how is that even possible that we we're quote unquote this advanced in our yeah. uh, you know in society and we can't and and we we're not allowed to tell a, a, a dirty joke anymore and, and even the guys that used to stink now like i i did one thing i did try today and I made it probably 10 minutes in, and I had to cut right the fuck out of it. Amazon is going ass, ass over elbows crazy for this new Eddie Murphy movie that they got. Uh, all right. Well, what is it? The Christmas the movie? Christmas whatever. Oh, Candy yeah, Cane I, Lane. Yeah, yeah, I know. I saw that, and I was going to bring this up, too. <sighs> Are you excited for the Beverly Hills Cop 4? No. <laughs> Well, the one guy's dead, right? The, yeah. the fat cop, he's yeah. dead. Yeah, right, but they're bringing... I think that the, the police chief is dead, too, isn't he? I'm not positive. Because he was like a real police chief. Oh, that guy, yeah, from New York. Or, yeah, uh, from Detroit. 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 Yeah, yeah and he dead. died. Yeah, he died. So two and of the he... main guys are dead. Yeah, plus that guy got caught up in a real corruption scandal, too. That, right. That former police chief in Detroit that actually acted in the movie. Right. Yeah. But to my knowledge, there's at least two of the four that matter that are dead. Yeah, I believe they're bringing Judge Reinhold back. Great. So we get 65-year-old Judge Reinhold? <laughs> Great. That'll be fantastic. <laughs> so I'm thinking, how, how, how bad is this going to be? It's going to be terrible. Yeah. It and it's going to be the same old jokes. It's going to be Eddie Murphy finding another, trying to put a... a banana and a tailpipe but it's a tesla so it doesn't have one we're not gonna we're not gonna fall for the banana and the tailpipe no he's gonna try to do it but it'll be a tesla that doesn't have a tailpipe yeah no tailpipe yeah exactly it'll just be (laughs) how could this happen you know it's gonna it's gonna stink (laughs) but i'll tell you i i i still give eddie murphy eddie murphy was this is a uh, testament to this guy, because this guy has really not been good in about thirty years. Yeah, of is that fair? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I mean, well, you know, let's let's go back to a couple of his most recent things. Uh, your your assessment of coming to America was not good. Not good. Yeah, and then, and then we watched that awful one that we actually had Jericho Green on. Oh yeah, the with, the, with, with Seth Rogen. Or no, uh, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, same thing. Same thing. (laughs) And Jonah Hill with with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Awful. That was bad, too, where he was trying, Jonah Hill was trying to be black. Yeah, he was trying to be black. Big white guy dating black girl, trying to fit in black 
the black family. Yeah, and Eddie Murphy was the militant black dad. Right, of course. Ugh, God. Horrible. Yeah, but I, dude, I'm talking about keep going back. All of them are bad. Daddy Doolittle um, <laughs> was the one where he had the Sanford and Son truck. <laughs> Harlem Knights, Retro. Um, was it Retro? I think it was Retro. I don't remember. I, I His movies have been terrible. But... I'll be damned if 48 hours isn't so fucking good and Beverly Hills cop one isn't so good. And, um, um, what is the other one that I love? God, I love it so much. I can't think of the name of it. The, um, the golden child love the golden child. Those movies are so good. And, and obviously raw and delirious are so good that even after 30 years of dog shit, I'm willing to give this guy a chance. So I turned on that candy cane lane today. <laughs> See, I, I totally avoided it. I she, it popped up on my Amazon, uh, you know, as a recommended watch, and I totally avoided it because uh, it's like I, I can't, I can't sit through another bad Eddie Murphy movie. I, I was, I was willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. I was hoping that there'd be any sort of edge, at tiniest shred of edge, <laughs> the tiniest. I got ten minutes in. I had to turn it off. Right. It just, it was soccer mom central. It was just total dog shit. And I was like, oh, are you fucking kidding me with this guy? And what happened to the tour? Remember he was going to go out on tour and do comedy again? That's what he said anyway. Yeah. What happened to that? Yeah, good point, Anthony. Good point. <laughs> Martin Short is it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So... There, it's pretty fucking sad. Yeah, it is. That, that is true. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, the, the comics are supposed to accentuate or point out the absurd. Yeah, and and everybody, no, everybody shies away from it. It's like, yeah, well, but I might say something. I, I don't, you know. I mean, I I got to give it to you know, not that he's a comic, but he made us both laugh this week as Elon Musk telling the, oh, I love it. Telling the, uh, advertisers on X to go fuck themselves. And they were all sitting there. That's what made that so beautiful. They were literally sitting there. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> yourselves. That was so fucking funny. Yeah, but, all right. Finch in the other chat room is about to get, I know he just subscribed today and threw us a nice $55 a year payment. And I thank him for that. It's unfortunate that he's going to get bounced from the chat room forever though. If he says anything as stupid as what he just posted, what did he post? coming to America was good. Coming to America too. <sighs> Stop it. It was not good. It was terrible. Not even bad. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Come on, dude. What was good about that one? I would love to know what you watched in that movie and you came out of and said, you know what? Pretty fucking good. Hope they make a after all these years. I hope they make another one. Yeah. <laughs> Bad. Oof. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I often, you know, go back and think if Sam Kinison had lived, how how far is if he still continued being a comic? you know, stayed in the business, mm -hmm. you know, he had lived, how far would he have gotten, would he have tailored his comic delivery or would he had just stopped doing it altogether? Um, 
He wouldn't have tailored it. No way. There's no way he would have tried to do like uh, politically correct humor. Like Eddie Murphy's doing. Right. Good Lord. Can you just see that? How bad would that be? I mean, I don't think he was capable of that. Oh, I mean, no, he would have, he would have either quit or, or he would have had to quit. Right. That would have been it. He would have, cause I, I think he had even more integrity than like a Belushi. Cause remember at the end of Belushi's run, he was trying to do like serious things. Right, of course. Like he did. What was that movie called? Where he was like the family guy with the glasses. Um, I forget what it was. It was like the the Johnsons or something, but I forget what the name of it was. But he was trying to be a serious actor, and nobody wanted him as a serious actor. Right. Who would watch a serious Sam Kinison movie? It's just like the, um, what's his name? What's the guy's name that sings all the, the Jewish songs and whatever? Adam Sandler. Oh. Adam, yeah, he, Adam Sandler's tried to be a serious actor, and no one cares. Nobody cares. The only thing they want to see, they want to see him come back and be, you know, Happy Madison again or whatever. <laughs> happy Gilmore, yeah. Whatever. Billy Madison. Yeah, Billy Madison. I'm yeah, mixing them all up. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the name of his his production company is yeah. Happy Madison. Yeah. You know why I'm mixing them all up? Because I haven't watched one in about 20 years because yeah, he hasn't course. been good. Okay. Well, again, has has he has he had a movie in the last 10 years? He's had a bunch of movies in the last couple of years. I mean, that's, that's, Nobody watches them. Well, of course. Because they're probably not very good. Let's see. I think I, the last. I think the last one that I watched that had uh, uh, Selma Hayek in it. That's the the only reason I watched it is because she's hot. But uh, yeah. it was the one where he was like a very successful Hollywood type guy, and he took everybody to uh, a retreat, his friends and family, and you know everybody, and they took him to a retreat. At, at some house or something to try right. to recapture their childhood or some shit. But that that's the last one. I can't even tell you what the name of that one was. Well, let's do this. Let's go backwards from 2023 and stop me when you've seen one of these movies. All right. All right. I just pulled up Adam Sandler. Uh, Leo. No, no. Nope. Uh, you are so not invited to my bar mitzvah. Okay, no. <laughs> the Outlaws? No. Murder Mystery 2? No. Hustle? No. No, I'll, I'll skip the Norm MacDonald special where I think he just made an appearance. Um, Home Team? No. Hubie Halloween? <laughs> Hubie Halloween? Hubie Halloween? No. Uh, Adam Sandler, funny guy. No. Nature Planet. <laughs> no. The Wrong Missy. I did see that one. Okay, that's 2020. All right. That that was actually kind of fun. Was that with David Spade? Um, Let's click on it and see. Uh, da, 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 da. Yes, David Spade. Yeah, that was an ugly chick. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's, I did see that I did see that one and that was that had some funny moments in it. So that's one in three years. All right. Let's keep going. Okay. Goldman versus Silverman. No. Uncut Gems. No. Murder Mystery. Nope. 
Adam Sandler 100% fresh. No. Hotel Transylvania 3 Summer Vacation. <laughs> no. <laughs> Was that straight to DVD? <laughs> Probably. Uh, the Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling. No. The Week of. No. Puppy. 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 There, there's a. It's a movie. Apparently, it is a short film called uh, Puppy. Puppy. Nope. Um. The Meyerowitz stories, new and selected. No. Sandy Wexler. <laughs> no. The Do Over. Uh yeah, I think that was also a David Spade. I that think. is a David Spade. Yeah, I did see that one. That would be 2016. All right. So I did see that one. So you've seen two Adam Sandler movies in about eight years. Want to keep going? Yeah, please. The Ridiculous Six. No. Is that is that like uh, the... Uh, uh, what what is what what's it's a western? Yeah, well, I'm trying to think that that's like a spoof on uh, the the uh, the the marvelous eight or something like that. Could be, no idea. Yeah, go ahead. Hotel Transylvania two. No. I am Chris Farley. No. Pixels. No. I'm aware of that movie, but I didn't see it. Joe Dirt two. Beautiful loser. Nope, That's that. the first one on this list that I've seen. You did? I did see that uh, movie. What was that? It was terrible. Okay, I figured. Um, another one that was equally terrible, but I saw as well. Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2. Nope. I know, the, I know the Paul Blart, Mall Cop movie. I didn't know there yeah. was a two. Yeah, you didn't need to know. Well, there didn't need to be a one. Because there were so many unanswered questions from <laughs> I was going to say, right. did, anybody, did anybody enjoy Paul Blart 1? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay, let's see here. How about The Cobbler? No. Men, Women, and Children? No. Top Five? Nope. Blended? Nope. Grown Ups 2? Oh, that's the movie I was talking about, Grown Ups, but not 2. Just the well, first one. There's a Grown Ups 2 as well. Okay, I didn't know. I did not see. 12, 12, 12. Nope. Here comes the boom. <laughs> no. Hotel Transylvania 1. No. That's my boy. Yes. Okay, that's 2012. Okay, that's the one with vanilla ice. Okay. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's sort of like the Mary Joe Letourneau story. Okay. Where she he banged uh, banged his teacher. Oh, nice. Yeah, and his son was getting married, and his son didn't want to recognize him, uh, or you know, didn't want his future family in law to know that his father was the, the notorious kid who banged his teacher, right. got her pregnant. Yeah. Problem is, this is what your third movie that we've named. Yeah, three in the last ten. Years. Eleven years. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see here, Jack and Jill. I know of it, but I didn't watch it because it looks stupid. Yeah. Uh, Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star. No. Um, Zookeeper. <laughs> no. Um, 
just go with it. Uh, that's with Jennifer Aniston, right? That is correct. Okay, that's the only one why, reason I watched that because I, Jennifer Aniston was in it. Okay, that's also 2011. All right, Grown Ups one. I did see that. It's 2010. I've seen that too, so that's three, three in 13 years. Uh, the shortcut. Don't know it. Funny people. No. Paul Blart one. I know of it, but I just watched like 10 minutes of it. I was like, I can't watch this. Kevin James. Yeah, it stinks. But that's 2009. See, we're already back over 15 years. Yeah, there you are. And we're still not to his heyday. And and we're still at probably about 90% misses. Uh, Bedtime stories? Nope. The house bunny? Uh, Yeah, I think I saw that. Anna Ferris? Yeah. Right, that's 2008. Don't mess with the Zohan. Don't know it. I remember that one. It's like a Judge Apatow movie. Um, Strange Wilderness. Nope. See, now we're starting to get into ones I actually remember. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Yeah. Now that I, remember one, I, didn't, I didn't watch purposely yeah. because it just looks stupid. Because I don't want to see fagging it up. I just don't. Rain Over Me. Nope. I saw that one too. And that sucked. That's a serious movie with Adam Sandler. <laughs> okay. Click. Nope. Saw that one too. And that's a dumb movie where he had the remote control and he could stop people from doing shit. That was fucking stupid. Didn't see it. The bench warmers. I may have seen that. Rob Schneider, David Spade. Yeah, I think I saw John that. Lovitz. Yeah, it's like yeah. all the normal characters yeah, for his yeah. movies. Yeah. Grandma's Boy. Yes, I did see that. That was okay. with Nick Swartzen. Yeah. So that's 2006. See, we're getting into the stuff that I remember, but we're going back almost 20 years. Yeah, I know. Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. Yeah, I didn't watch that. I saw the original, but not that one. Longest Yard. No. Spanglish. I know of it. Didn't watch it. Yeah. 50 first dates. Yeah, that's with, uh, what's her face? Drew Barrymore. Barrymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dickie Roberts, former child star. I did see that. All right. That was with David Spade again. Of course. Anger management. I did see that. Yeah, so, see, we got to go, but now we're at 2003. All right. And I think back before that is when all the stuff was, was sort of. So, so 20 years. It's been 20 years since this guy was good. Yeah. So that's, that's about the point where it ended as far as like anything uh, tolerable to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, ugh, Adam Sandler, what a career. But he <laughs> well, still makes, he still probably makes 25 million a movie. You for all these dogs. He, you think he makes that kind of money? I'll bet he does. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. He's still a name that'll bring asses into the into the theater, even if yeah. his movies suck. Just because me and you don't watch them doesn't mean people don't watch them. Well, obviously, he's still making movies. Somebody's funding it. Yeah. And I guarantee you, the 35-year-old people that think that they're edgy, oh, Adam Sandler, let's go see that. Let's go see <laughs> Hubie Halloween. Uh, uh. Remember, well, 
and, and we'll wrap up the segment here in a second. But but another guy that was really huge, and you haven't seen or heard from him forever, but everybody was like on this on the bandwagon. Yeah, Dane Cook. Yeah, he just done disappeared. I mean, he was huge. Yeah, and I didn't particularly find him that funny. I mean, I, I watched a couple of his standups, but this guy could this guy could play like Madison Square Garden and you know bigger places like that and film his uh, specials and things. And, yeah, you know, Dane Cook. Oh my God, the guy's funny. And then I don't think he's done anything in the last. 10 years at least right yeah he i think he made his money and got the fuck out before before the me tours could get him i know but but he wasn't even all that edgy in my opinion i never thought he was good or funny or anything but um you know he he had a i never found him funny nothing he did amused me and i always hated that they always referenced him on o and a as funny yeah well he he'd call in periodically well, it's because he knew Bob Kelly or Bob yeah, Kelly yeah, toured with course, him or whatever. Course, yeah. And, so it was more just a boys club type thing. But yeah. I think they were more in awe or jealous of his success. <laughs> Couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I think that's what it was. I, I don't know that they said that he was like, I don't recall ONA saying he was hilariously funny, Mm-mm. but I know that they referenced his success a lot. Yeah. Oh you know? yeah. Oh man, you must be living the life. I mean, what are you, you're, you're, you know, sold out to uh, Madison square garden. You got a new Netflix special or whatever it was that he was doing. And uh, you know, the guy was making bank. Yeah, he was It's like, what, what is the appeal? Yeah. I don't get that one, but because they even referenced him on, uh, the movie, uh, um, uh, stepbrothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, his the you know that uh, Will Ferrell's older brother in the movie. He goes, they they're leaving to go home, and and he's and the wife is chit chatting it up there, and and he goes, honey, Dane Cook, ten minutes, get in the car because <laughs> they gotta get rushed home to see Dane right. Cook. And I was just like, what? What is this? This guy isn't that funny. Mm-hmm. It's that day is do- that day is done, man. Yeah. So, yeah. If you're the uh, country used to be able to make fun of ourselves, especially the seventies, eighty. Yeah, that's true. I mean, look at Don Rickles. Oh, yeah, that guy was funny. All those guys in that era. Yeah, that that day is dead. We're no longer allowed to laugh at anything because somebody's feelings might get hurt. That's right. You're picking on a marginalized group. Yeah, pal. You're using stereotypes. You're saying mean things. Mm-hmm. But it's perfectly okay. I, I heard one of the comics that I was watching last night. Uh, uh, it always comes down to uh, conservatives, people who believe in the Second Amendment rights, or people who have guns or something. They can't read. Right. They're, they're illiterate. They mm-hmm. have no ability to read. They're not smart. Yeah. They're just dumb hicks. You know, mm-hmm. it always boils down to that. Yeah, of course. You know, she, she gave me a second amendment, right? She had, I went to a gun show and some lady was handing out the, the uh, constitution and I was really surprised that she could re- actually read. Yeah. Were you? Yeah. Why? Because, because you believe in the second amendment or you, you know, believe in the constitution or whatever, or if you own a gun you're a dumb fuck is that well that's what it has to be you you own a gun because you can't talk your way out of an issue is that that what it is yeah you can't intelligently (laughs) explain an issue away yeah so you need violence man oh so if you're a conservative you're you're dumb 
Yeah. Well, I wear that one. Fine. <laughs> I'm dumb. <laughs> Go ahead. Anybody that wants to match my dumbness to theirs, come and get it. Right. Sure. <laughs> All right. Well, that uh, wraps up the first hour. All right. Wow. That was quick. Let's get ourselves warmed up. Getting yep. lungs is. I apologize for being a little stuffy. I got that indoor allergy shit going on. So uh, I got to love the winter. Hate that. <laughs> hate that when the uh, central heating is kicking on it just stuffs you right up right yeah all that dust yeah so i apologize for being a little little nasally tonight so Mm. uh, you'll have to deal with it yeah suck it up yeah all right (laughs) all right well i'll let you pick a tune and we'll play a few tunes and we'll come back so what would you like to hear sir all right i want to hear a band and actually I, i this is a rare one somebody sent me a message more or less was like, listen to my music. I dare you <laughs> kind of that kind of a thing. And I did, and I liked it. Okay. So the name of the band is called seven Ravens. The name of the song is called deja vu. And it's from their after the storm record. All right. Really solid classic metal sounding type of a band. And I guess it's all like legit players, but it's not just like hacks in some barn in New Jersey or something. Seven it's like Ravens. Yep, Seven Ravens. All right. Well, if you want to get a request in, feel free to hit me up on the email, request at theclassicmetalshow.com, and I will try to get your request fitted in before the end of the night. So. All right. All right. Well, uh, let's play Let's play Seven Ravens. They All got right. A, they got 172 monthly listeners on the old Spotify. Yeah, not a big band at all, but... But we'll we'll give them a shot. Yeah, maybe we'll turn some people on to them. Who knows? Sure, why not? All right. Well, here's Seven Ravens with Deja Vu exclusively here on your classic metal show. Do you have a friend or family member who is a fan of Chris Aiken? If so, give the gift of Aiken this Christmas with one of his many books. Chris has written two inspirational books. Call Me Chris deals with surviving a near life-ending accident that Chris endured, while Little Victories goes in great detail on how to, and not always the right way to navigate the brutal pain of divorce. If it's heavy metal you enjoy, then Chris's cause and effect series of books are your loved one's thing. Three books that deal with Metallica's Black Album, Motley Crue's 1994 album, and Judas Priest's Turbo. These are fun reads about three very controversial albums. Finally, if your loved one likes it raw, dirty, and silly, then Another Things I Should Not Say is the book. Full of not-safe-for-work stories, and Other Things I Should Not Say details the filthy, silly, and probably illegal activities of Chris during his military years. These books are a lot of fun, informational, heartfelt, and truly tell a lot of the story that is Chris Aiken. Order now from chrisaiken.net and get them in time for Christmas.